0: You're listening to Small Business Made Simple, a podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Most of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. The bulk of our interviews are with hardworking business owners that are out in the community building their businesses, leading their teams, and leaving a legacy. And they want to share what they've learned with you. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the owner of One Click Agency, a website design company for small businesses. And I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. Our goal today is to help you stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back once again to the podcast. Uh, with me today, Andrew Venizzi. Um He's the founder of Kylum Financial in washington dc and he's going to be sharing with us about customer experience um, we've had a lot of people talk about this in the podcast but i think it's really important for businesses and he has four ways that you can make your company stand out more with customer experience so andrew thank you for joining me
1: sam it's really a pleasure thank you very much for having me
0: absolutely man can you start off by sharing uh, what you do at Kylum, how you uh, founded it and what you have going on
1: yeah, absolutely. So Kylum is a financial services company that not only advises on retirement and investing, uh, but more importantly on the value of time. Uh, both in the sense that um, with more time, uh, you can you have a greater probability of building more wealth, and then on the flip side of that, with more wealth, that affords you more opportunities to. Uh, to spend time with your family and then also uh, just do your passions or hobbies so i really believe in that everyone deserves a fair shot at financial freedom so it, it, it does require sacrifice a good plan commitment and patience but i really do believe that it is attainable for everyone so uh, the reason why I found it and I decided to go in independent was because a lot of the big companies, I, I think that uh, they don't value their clients maybe as much as most of the independent small businesses do because uh, they have a bigger uh, chest of money, you could say, or uh, they can go out and market themselves a little differently, whereas the small businesses can't do that. So I, I value my clients. Uh, more so, I think, than bigger companies. And, and that's why I decided to go independent and start my own company.
0: I love that. That's very cool. And that's probably why you are so passionate about customer experience. I think that's going to be a good segue into what we have going on. Um, so again, four ways you can make your company stand out, um, personalize it better with a great customer experience. You have four points here, Andrew. Um, the first one is realize that every interaction matters in relationship building. It really does. Can you explain why?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, especially right now in the pandemic, we have different ways that we're reacting or or, uh, meeting people in. And um, the way I realize that is that in virtual or in person or any type of peripheral type meeting with someone, um, it really, people know, they'll remember how that you made them feel uh, as opposed to what you're selling or your product. And it kind of brings me back to the movie, *Glengarry Gary, Glen Ross. Uh, one of the famous lines in that is always be closing. And that was beaten into so many salespeople probably in the eighties and nineties and two thousands even. And that, that, uh, that constant always be closing. I feel like it's shifted now in the most in most recent years to uh, I, the way I say it is that uh, always be providing value instead of always be closing, because uh, when you're providing value, people will feel that. They'll, they'll feel your passions. They'll understand uh, that you're on the same team with them. You're not it's not like you're sitting on the opposite side of the table. You're 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 helping each other. You're you're walking together. Uh, that's the best way I can put it.
0: Yeah. The always be closing was I've heard that that saying. And obviously, uh-huh. it's from the movie you mentioned there, yeah. and it's such a turnoff to people really now yeah. because sales, mm-hmm. they they a lot of them have started to, to transition and be more personal, um, you know, improve on the customer experience. But the always be selling uh, idea doesn't really fit now. And even though companies are still doing it, so I think that's a great way um, to improve there's
1: on one, our. Go ahead. One other thing, Sam, I, I would say that I've heard as well. In addition to that, is that a lot of uh, mentors that uh, I've seen around me, or even ones that are with me in the in sales, they'll say their favorite saying is "It's a numbers game." Mm-hmm. Just always be out there, always be 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 trying to get as many in front of as many people as possible. And, and to an extent, I I would agree with it somewhat. But what it's kind of uh, manifested in 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 the minds of a lot of salespeople is that you're not necessarily providing value. You're just out there meeting as many people as possible and just trying to force the situation or force the sale. And uh, it kind of kind of hasn't been, it's not at, to the point where uh, we're providing value. It's more of just get the sale done and, and get it closed. And I think they're very similar, the always be closing and it's a numbers game. So I just yeah. wanted to bring that up as well.
0: Absolutely right. So the second point you have here is don't be scared to improve upon your processes or try new things. Uh, people might think that that's basic, but people also need a reminder
1: of that, right? They they really do. And uh, a lot of people get stuck in their in their ways and a lot of companies get stuck in their ways and they don't wanna uh, change things. They don't wanna uh, just innovate. And if, if it's okay, can I just tell a quick side story? Uh, yeah, kind of a little history lesson as well, maybe. So if anybody's a history buff out there. So um, somewhere around the 700 AD, there was a a gentleman named Amakuni in, in Japan, and he was a, a blacksmith. So uh, Amakuni was a blacksmith for the emperor of Japan. And for thousands of years, or probably about a thousand years, the sword was pretty much the same uh, style. It was the double edged sword that you'd see in in all of the world. Well, after a battle, I guess, when all the war, uh, all the warriors were coming back, they were he was noticing that most of the swords were coming back broken. Mm. So he was so ashamed of it, that he and his son, they locked themselves in a in a forge, in, in their forge, and they, uh, they said they would not come out until they changed the sword that they were building for their 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 uh their warriors so after seven days they finally came out after many iterations of the sword and it's 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 the sword that we come to 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 relate with the with the the samurai the Mm kind of curved little Mm -hmm. bit of curve in it and then it's only edged on one side so now thousands of years later uh we're We think of the samurai sword and we think of how it's such a great weapon Mm -hmm. and it's because he was iterated and innovated and kind of changed it, changed it up. That's so cool.
0: And we should do the same thing with our, even our customer experience, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, no situation is is the same from the next situation. So we need to continue to change the process a little bit. Just, just tweaks here and there will, will, uh, will help each customer that comes in the future. Mm
0: -hmm. And it doesn't need to be a full overhaul necessarily. Uh, It can be fine tuning as we go along, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Definitely, you hit the nail on the head on that one. (laughs) Here at
0: OneClick we know that at the end of the day you just want to be a successful business owner and in order to do that you need a website that looks amazing and gets results. The problem is you don't know where to start when it comes to building a website which makes you feel overwhelmed every time you try to begin the process on your own. We believe you should never feel overwhelmed about building a website. We understand what it feels like not knowing where to start which is why we can handle the work for you. Here's how it works. Step one, visit OneClickAgency.com to get a quote. Step two, let us build you a professional website. And step three, your business will stand out online without you lifting a finger. Visit OneClickAgency.com today so you can stop feeling overwhelmed about your website and instead get a professional to build one that stands out from your competition and gets you results. Well, Andrew, point three you have here is embrace your mistakes and learn from them this kind of ties back into the story that you just had but can you expound on it
1: yeah definitely um if you're it if you're here to be an entrepreneur entrepreneur and to not make mistakes you're in for a tough go uh mistakes happen all the time uh obviously you want to keep them on on the smaller side you don't want to make huge big mistakes because uh that can uh tarnish your brand a little bit so mm-hmm. you do want to minimize the types of mistakes but even the small mistakes, uh, just kind of go at after the fact. Go look at them, uh, ask for feedback from the customer if it was a if it was a mistake with a customer, and see, hey, what 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 can I do differently, or uh, give me any feedback that 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 you have, and that'll help you with the tweaking the process in the future. And if it wasn't necessarily a customer-related mistake or something that's related to the customer experience, and Still, you can always go back and just reflect on what you did uh, wrong and, and you can change it from there.
0: Mm-hmm. I think a lot of customer or um, companies get feedback from their customers and say they're sure. implementing it, and yeah. not saying that you need to implement every single thing, sure. but they say one thing and then they don't do the other, <laughs> but yeah. they can really have some valuable information, especially in the way they talk Mm -hmm. and how you should talk to them. Because if you, Andrew, talked extremely uh, intelligently, which I'm sure you can about your industry, or if I did the same thing about websites and just went way over their head, it's a huge turnoff for them, and it can really hinder the customer experience, right?
1: Yeah, you're right about that. That's a good segue into the next (laughs) point, (laughs) actually.
0: So point number four here is just listen to your customers. I did not even realize that we were segueing into that. That's perfect.
1: Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. So like you said, um, the, the customer is going to tell you what their needs are and what's, what's going wrong or, or what's, what's positive as well. And if it's something positive, then that, that what, what we want to do is we want to add to our strengths and add to our good parts, but then, take out as many of the negative things that we're doing and and with iterations continue to prove on the process and like you said earlier it's like the company will will hear what the customer saying but they're not actively listening they're and they're not implementing those changes and they're not uh, they're not uh, trying to prove on their upon their process so this above all is being a com- com- uh, customer-centric business, mm-hmm. you really need to focus on what they're saying. It's it's mm-hmm. that's hands down. I think that is the biggest point. That's what, and that's why I left it to to be the last one because if you're not listening to your to your uh, customers, I, I know um, churn is a big thing in 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 a lot of companies, and uh, I think the stat that I've read is that it is five to ten times uh, it costs five to 10 times more to bring in a new client, as opposed to retain uh, the one that you have. So as a small business, every dollar counts. And if you can retain your your clients and and make them happy and and let them know that you're listening to them, I think you're you're definitely in a good place.
0: Yeah, I want to close with with this question here. So sure should we listen to every single one of our customers? I've heard go both ways. Mm-hmm. Should we listen to every single one of our customers or some of the key players, ideal customers? Because anyone can be a thermostat reading and not necessarily a thermostat adjuster. What do you think your thoughts are on that?
1: That's a fantastic question. I, I, to me, I think you have to listen to everyone. I mean, I know uh, sometimes uh, they might not be uh, operating on all the with all the details, uh, but they still, have have a seat at the table, you can't dismiss what they're saying, even though even like you said, uh, only listening to the key players and that would, to me assume that you're thinking that they're not key players, the ones that aren't Mm -hmm. aren't uh, aren't as uh, maybe important to your business, but I think everyone really is important. But that is a fantastic question. I mean, I'd I'd love to hear the other side of it. And maybe I'm maybe I'm missing something. I do have some blind spots, just like everyone. So uh, I would love to hear the opposite side of that if someone is on that side.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've heard I've heard both ways. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I like how you frame that. That was a really good job. So, Andrew, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Uh, I really appreciate you being with me today. Can you close us out by sharing where we can find out more about you online, you and your company?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I thank you very much for letting me come on. And I've listened to your podcast before. And it's it's Fantastic hearing all that's the different uh, guests that have been on. But uh, where you can find me is I'm usually on uh, LinkedIn. That's the social media that I enjoy the most. So I would say LinkedIn is my favorite, and that's where you're going to find me. And then also my website, you can always check that out. It's uh, KylumFinancial.com. And those are the best ways to, to reach me. And then also, I guess my email is Andrew at KylumFinancial.com. Uh, so. Those are the ways that, 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 that you'll get response from me the best.
0: <laughs> Andrew, thanks so much, man.
1: Sam, take care. Bye.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Business Made Simple. If you learned something insightful, actionable, or useful that you're excited to implement in your business, please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Not only are you helping other future listeners find the show, you're giving them an opportunity to learn something valuable that they can implement as well. Thanks, as always, for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe in providing you with the tools you need to stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business.